September 21st, and you're listening to What in the World with Amy Travis. In honor of the second anniversary of the September 15, 2020 signing of the Abraham Accords on the South Lawn of the White House, I want to take a minute to closely evaluate the times we are living in in relation to biblical prophecy given over 2,000 years ago. Critics have said for centuries that the conditions the Bible cites as the lead up to the end times have always existed. It's true. Earthquakes, diseases, and wars have been around since the beginning of of time. So what's the big deal? The key difference is the intensity of these conditions. The Bible describes this sharp escalation as the birth pains phase. Every woman who's ever given birth understands that labor can persist for hours, sometimes days, but there's a point when the contractions start to come hard and fast. That's where we're at. Or, in other words, it's as if we're watching the Super Bowl. We're into the second half of the game, past the two-minute warning, and have now entered sudden death overtime. To go a step further, the Middle Eastern nation of Israel is the star quarterback. There's a lot of action and noise in other parts of the arena, but if you really want to know what's going on, keep your eyes on Israel. Don't be fooled by those who say it's business as usual. Even those who don't subscribe to the biblical worldview understand that something really strange is happening. Let's look at five geopolitical and economic conditions that the Bible mentions as setting the stage for the return of Jesus. Number one, signs in the earth, moon, and stars. See Matthew 24. Since 2014, God has displayed some of the most spectacular heavenly events that we have witnessed in our lifetimes. The blood moon tetrads of 2014 and 2015 fell on the Jewish feast of trumpets and atonement. A total solar eclipse was observed for some of the world on August 21st, 2017. Ironically, the solar eclipse collided with five of the worst hurricanes in recorded history, which affected hundreds of people and caused billions of dollars of damage. Earthquake numbers have dramatically escalated recently also. The Smithsonian Institute reported in September 2020 that there have been more shakings under the earth and volcanic eruptions in the previous five years than in the past 300 years. Number two, Israel will be safe, secure, and prosperous in the last days. Reference Ezekiel 38 verses 10 through 14. Within the past 15 years, we've seen the rise of Israel as a top exporter of fresh produce and as a world leader in new technologies in agriculture. What's remarkable about this is that half of Israel's land is a desert and the climate doesn't naturally lend itself to farming. And produce isn't Israel's only commodity either. According to Bloomberg News, Israeli defense exports, including air defense systems and training services, reached $791 million to countries such as the UAE, Bahrain, Morocco, and Sudan in 2021 after the Trump administration brokered trade deals with these nations. Israel's total exports reached $11.3 billion in 2021 following the Abraham Accords. Not bad for a country the size of New Jersey. We'll be discussing more about Israel in the future weeks. Number three, 
the Middle East will become a cup of trembling. See Zechariah 12.2 As Israel continues its ascent, the remainder of the Middle East is imploding. Unprecedented turmoil began in this region in 2011 when then-President Obama backed protesters in Cairo, Egypt and encouraged them to overthrow their president, Huzani Mumbark. The uprising in Egypt is only part of a mass political movement known as the Arab Spring. The new awareness that citizen militias could topple even seemingly stable regimes swept through Yemen, Syria, Libya, and Tunisia. The World Bulletin publication estimates that as many as 180,000 were killed in these revolts and 6 million were displaced. We're learning now that this is just the beginning of the turmoil in the Middle East. Number four, chaos will exploit, explode around the world. See 2 Timothy 3.13 and Matthew chapter 24. This madness is no longer confined to just the Middle East. Earlier this month, Varisk Maplecroft, a nonprofit tracking complex global risk assessments, produced a study revealing that over 101 countries experienced a dramatic rise in civil unrest just this past quarter. As economic conditions deteriorate and the cost of living increases around the world, protests are exploding in places like Sri Lanka, Peru, Kenya, Cuba, Ecuador, and Iran. Even countries with developed economies are experiencing growing unrest. Germany, for instance, is bracing for extreme backlash this winter as gas prices soar and severe energy shortages loom. As the conditions for civil unrest build in growing number of countries, the severity and frequency of protest and labor activisms are set to accelerate further over the upcoming months, according to the report. This is a major escalation. Prophecy experts believe that this rising mistrust of governments all over the planet will pave the way for the one world government described in the book of Revelation. And number five, deception will increase. See 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 9 through 12. Throughout scripture, we're warned against being deceived, particularly in the last days. In moments of weakness, all of us have fallen prey to deception, but few can contest that Satan has upped his game in recent days. Consider the growing number of educated adults in this country and around the world who believe that men can have babies, gender is fluid, and that the sexual mutilation of children is health care. The coming man of lawlessness will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie. That's in verse 9. Although the Antichrist has not been revealed yet, clearly he's practicing for the big reveal. And the wrap-up. The globe isn't experiencing just a few birth pains, but a convergence of many signs on the prophetic list. Just like the men of Issachar mentioned in 1 Chronicles 12.32, we as believers in Jesus Christ need to understand the signs of the times. Join me next time when we will continue to explore these times we live in. Thank you. Have a blessed day.